Hey, everybody. Welcome to Long Story Short, the podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. Happy 2022. This is our first episode of the new year. It's been a couple weeks since we've actually gotten together to do this. It has. I. It was nice. Like having... Oh, the break? Not from you. The break but from me? Okay. No, we saw each other. <laughs> we still talked every day, but I did think it was nice. We had podcasts coming out, but those were pre-recorded and pre-edited. It was nice to have a work break, don't you think so? It was, because we were like killing ourselves there in December with all those Hallmark podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel refreshed. I'm ready to go. Me too. I like honestly like the last like 10 days I've been like, okay, I'm ready. Me I'm too. ready. I'm ready. Wendy's been killing it. I've done a little bit. I but we have been like one foot back in the working world, but we're jumping right in today. It is the first Monday of the new year and with that said, this episode's going to be all about new year, new me question mark. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I think before we talk new year first, if you are new here, you can always find us outside of the podcast on Instagram where we are Megan and Wendy LSS. You can also find us in our Facebook group, which is long story shorties, or you can email us at Megan and Wendy at gmail.com. I was just looking to see no, if we, we do. We do. We do. You guys, that warms my heart. Thank you so much. Megan and Wendy at gmail.com. We have a response to, I believe this was our final main podcast episode of 2021, where I just shared my IUD horror story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> kind of accidentally. Uh, and I'm going to leave this anonymous. It says, after Megan's IUD discussion, I feel this is a safe place to share my horror stories. I've had three IUDs. The first I had placed before I'd ever been pregnant, which apparently makes it feel more invasive, or it did in 2007. I passed out upon insertion and went into convulsions. This is at a military hospital, and they rolled me down to the ER to hold me for observation until they made sure I was okay to drive home. <laughs> Side note, we are still doing IUDs without any sort of pain management, except sometimes a nice nurse will walk in and hand you a few ibuprofen. Oh, jeez. The second was placed without incident, but the strings disappeared. So every time I went for an annual exam, they had to do an ultrasound to make sure it was still in the right place. Which brings me to the third placement. They were removing the second one with the disappeared strings and had to do an ultrasound-guided removal so that the doctor could get it out. There was a lot of tugging and pulling and remains one of the most painful experiences of my life. My doctor kept apologizing and was, I was trying not to cry so hard that it made me hyperventilate and move the ultrasound wand or cause the doc to shift. After they got it removed, they placed the new one, which honestly felt like a cakewalk and everything has been fine since. Okay, wait. I have a, I've never had an IUD... So here's my question. If they do a, like a colonoscopy under like twilight, why can't they put an IUD in under like a twilight? Because men don't get IUDs. God, it's so <laughs> flipping ridiculous. Like you have, oh my God, why is birth control so difficult? Well, and I also had an ultrasound assisted removal of, um, my first IUD because it had migrated. And it's one of those things where the doctor came in and was like, the, I'm just letting you know this is going to be painful. And it was, they were anticipating it being so bad that they won't do a replacement on the same day as they do that sort of removal. My doctor wasn't because it's too traumatic. Oh my God. So worse than childbirth? 2020 year. Not, I mean, I had nine pound babies, so no, not worse than childbirth, but we have medication for mm -hmm, childbirth. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, Look, give me an epidural for my next IUD. God, what a... I mean, I think I would rather have a hysterectomy than a 
that. That sounds terrible. At least they give you pain medication. <laughs> she also says, I've super enjoyed the holiday themed esh- episodes. Megan's story about the purse and instant pot debacle made me literally <laughs> LOL. If you haven't listened to that episode where I talked about throwing a tantrum about a gift I thought I did not receive. Was there any of that this year? No. <laughs> this year was a very nice, very nice holiday. Nice. Let's talk about that. So, you know, I I think I talked about it here about going to New York. Yeah. Uh, so we went like the week before Christmas and I was like so panicked because I thought like the... I, I really didn't know what to expect from the weather. Oh, like, yes. Honestly, that was like the biggest, like COVID what? Like I was worried about the snow. <laughs> and as you were leaving, New York was in crisis mode. Everybody in New York was getting COVID. Everything was shutting down in New York. And poor Wendy's like, off we go. Here we go. <laughs> Which um, none of that stuff was bad. Like I was really impressed with the state of New York and how like uh, their mandates are on masks and proof of vaccination when you have to go to any restaurant like they don't mess around Mm -hmm. they have they've hired somebody to stand at the door before you even get to the hostess and you got to show your your stuff so and it was easy it was like okay no no problem you Mm -hmm. know whatever um so i felt very you know safe i wore my mask the entire time we're there especially like in like Times square when there's like a million people there but Everybody had their masks on. I remember being outside in Central Park and I was like, I'm going to take my mask off because like there's nobody around. Nobody's right on top of you. So it was great. Um, We had a great time. I had super fun. One of our things got canceled that we were going to do. Like you said, things were shutting down. That was fine. No big deal. Um, We still got to see our Broadway show that we wanted to go see. That was fine. Um, I was having like a real like crisis in terms of like what I was wearing. Yeah. <laughs> this this is the stuff that keeps me up at night. Uh-huh. Um I had a big nice warm jacket but it wasn't like chic, uh-huh. you know, and uh-huh. I remember being we were in like um the village one day and these girls were like take and they're like 20, but they were like taking like selfies and they were like full like beautiful like cute winter glam total like with like the cute little those like russian like type oh you know what i'm talking about yeah i want to call it a babushka but i don't know if that's what it's called (laughs) what it's called but just like cute cute puffer jackets and like the whole thing and i was like i'm wearing my dr shoals and my patagonia (laughs) i just was like oh my god and like I, you know, I have a real hang up wearing hats because I have short hair. Uh I just think I look ridiculous in them, but it was so cold at one point that I had to buy like a beanie. I wondered because I saw a picture of you wearing one and I didn't think you had taken one. I did not take one. I bought one there. On the street? No, at a really cute shop on Bleecker Street. I had to put it on and I was like, I don't even care what I look like right now. I'm so flipping cold. Like it is what it is. But did you use your hot hands? My daughter did. Yeah. I never used them. I was fine. I had like really nice gloves. She was like freezing because she forgot all her like long johns or whatever. <laughs> yeah, base layers. So they were actually in her backpack and she didn't realize until like the day we were leaving. Yeah. She's like, oh, I did bring them. She oh. was freezing cold. Like she wasn't, she was not, she was prepared, but she kept like being a teenager. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And she was like, 
nose is bright red. She's like, it's shivering. It's cold. And then that wind cuts right through you. The wind is the worst. Yeah. The worst. Like the first day we got there was great. It was like a high of 50 and like people were like in short sleeves. Yeah. yeah. And then the next day it was like a high of 29 or something like that. I was like, Oh, I'm not, I can't, I'm, I don't know what this weather is. Right. Like, I've never experienced that. But now all the pictures I look back, I'm like, oh, I look like, and I don't want to offend anybody when I say this, but I look like a Midwestern mom, you know? The stereotype of a Midwestern yes. mom. Yeah, because there's definitely, I hear you. Um, the tr- trouble with cold trips like that is, like, we've done New York several times. We did Ireland. Ireland's always cold. And every photo I take, I'm in my jacket. Yeah. So I look the same in every single photo. Mm-hmm. So that always, that's what I was telling you. You were like, oh, I keep ordering clothes. I'm like, it doesn't matter. You're going to be in your jacket, like in every photo. And I was. So before vacation, I always become this person. I'm like, I'm going to have the cutest vacation wardrobe right. and it's going to look so cute in photos. Yeah. It doesn't pan out that way. Mm-hmm. I always imagine myself a much more fashionable person on vacation than I am at home. I'm like, my kid, man, we, w- she, her wardrobe was dialed in. She had like this aesthetic that she wanted. It was like <laughs> black sweaters, neutral sweaters, white sweaters. <laughs> she looked great. And I was like, what the hell? Like my 13 year old is got it. I I'm don't. I'm sure you looked great too. It's just. <sighs> We're our worst enemies. I know. I know. So new year, new you, uh, no more negative self-talk. Well, we'll get there. We will get there. Uh, so, you know, COVID almost ruined Christmas for us. I heard. I mean, okay, look, I'm not being like, I'm not trying to be funny. I know COVID ruined Christmas for a lot of people this year. Um, we got, we were planning to be at my parents' house on Christmas Eve and my stepmom had asked everybody to take a test, you know, a rapid test before coming because there was, you know, grandparents there and, you know, our family had just been like traveling yeah. and like, you know, whatever, right? I have no problem with that. None whatsoever. Thankfully, I bought tests before we left to New York and had some on hand because there was no test to be yeah, found in Orange County. There. I went to so many stores. Mm-hmm. And like finally I was like, thank you for putting a note on the door before like me trying to go in and like look for one. Cause you know I won't ask somebody if they're there. I have to go yes. look for them myself. So we all test and then we get a message from or actually a phone call. So you know it was important yeah. to get a phone call. My stepmom calls and my dad tests positive for COVID, which such a bummer. Um, and he had taken two tests and they both came back positive. So we're like, she's like, I got to call it. I can't like, we got it. I got to call it. Right. It was kind of a bummer because, you know, last year we, we had a very small Christmas Eve. Uh We usually have a very big Christmas Eve over there. So like, I think everybody was kind of like really looking forward to it this, this year. Yeah. And we're like, okay. Anyway, he ended up going to get a an actual like test test, not an at home test. I on a, don't ask me the difference between an antigen and a PCR and a, I don't know. He went to some, a doctor and it was negative. So we went forward with Christmas Eve. Nobody got sick. So I, I don't, it's all good. And he decided to be masked anyway. Right? He was masked and I felt so bad. Like, cause everybody was like eating dinner at the table and he was like sitting in his chair. Like, in the <laughs> Like, come, come here. And he's like, 
no, it's all right. I don't want anybody to feel uncomfortable. Aww. You know, and such then, a dad. And then, like when we went to open presents, it's um, the the stairs, like the stairs, kind of overlook like the. So he went upstairs. Well, I was like, "Are you going to go sit on the perch up there and watch <laughs> us open gifts?" You know, but he did go sit up a little bit higher on the stairs by himself. It just like made me kind of sad. But, yeah. But uh, he ended up being uh, negative, so. Oh, that made me happy. It yeah. Nearly ruined Christmas. Nearly. You know, we had our Christmas party this year. We didn't I didn't have get it to last go, year. guys. I didn't get to go. Yeah, she was in New York. And it's very sad because it's the last version of that party that we'll ever have. Um, we hosted at my parents had a vacation rental for a number of years and um being torn down. They do not have it anymore. Very sad because it had a view of the Newport Beach boat parade, which was one of my favorite events of the year and I love that stupid party so much I don't really know why I just I like it it's, it makes you happy it is an important part of the holiday season and I'm glad we were able to do it and the nice thing is that it's outside a couple people did cancel ahead of time which I totally respect and I honestly it was like very nervous the entire time mm-hmm. and remained nervous. It's been over two weeks now. I'm like, I guess I haven't heard anything. You haven't got a phone call from somebody yeah. that said, uh, I came down with COVID and I caught it at your party. Right. And I was like, please, not a super spreader. <laughs> it was bittersweet because everyone there was like, it's the last one. What yeah. are we going to do? And I was like, I know. But, you know, it. I'm really glad because obviously we didn't do it last year. Yeah. So I was happy that we were able to bring it back one last time and went out on a high note well hopefully your parents a will COVID get another free high note another vacation spot around there yeah, maybe. somewhere maybe i mean for those who don't know like this is a the boat parade's like a big thing in in newport beach and, and there's no great place to watch it yeah is the you issue. can't just show up and like be like i'm gonna see it you need to be at somebody's like home or whatever because it overlooks the harbor yeah and a couple of the locations do sell tickets i believe like the on the harbor locations, like the little beaches that are parks like, yeah, or like the Legion, yeah, and the Bay Club. But look, I am bougie and I don't like <laughs> sharing space with people. And you know, it's like the Rose Parade, like you got to get there super early yeah. and get your spot. No, I'm not interested in any of that. So, anyway, it's like I want my own house or I want to not see it at all, basically, is how I feel about that. I'm <laughs> glad it was so much fun. I'm sad to have missed this year. I know, I was sad you missed it too. Um, I do feel like this holiday break, it was two weeks long, obviously, and it felt long. I was saying to my husband over the weekend, I was like, it feels like we've been on break for a long time. I agree. But it didn't, I didn't feel like it was dragging. I'm always anxious to get back into a routine, Mm -hmm. but I was not like, everyone needs to get out of this house right now. It was a really nice combination of lots of downtime. We spent a lot of the time on the couch, like reading and watching movies, but we also got a lot done. Like we fully redecorated my daughter's room and we purged a ton of spaces and Mm -hmm. it was nice. And I don't know if you recall this time last year, I was mad all the time. I don't. I was mad. If you listen back to our podcast, I was just mad. I was crabby and angry and mad at everybody all the time for okay. no reason that sounds familiar i was I mad you being in just a shitty mood <laughs> i was in a terrible mood and it was it was funny because if you listen back to our january episode our first episode back last year i was like this is the start of the end of covid like this, oh. this is going to be our year and that was so stupid because it was not our year i, mean, I know it, it was a fine year but I just made all these stupid resolutions that had 
absolutely no basis in reality. <laughs> we're still in it, but I'm also very much like, this is what we're living with. Yeah. I'm still me. I'm still crabby. Yeah. Still, like I get cranky real easily, uh-huh. but I was mad all the time. And I was like, wow, this was a really nice holiday. I was kind of expecting things to get turned upside down. Like I kept waiting for someone to get sick or something mm-hmm. to get canceled. And we got very lucky. That's all I can say is luck. It was lucky that that didn't happen to us. Moving on from that, we had a dual, very exciting Christmas Eve. You guys. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's play it out in the timeline. We both spend Christmas Eve with our sides of the family. So uh-huh. I show up at my parents' house and there's a gift that's for me that's like the size of something we both really wanted. I think I probably hoped too hard because I was convinced I was getting it. Uh, uh-huh. And I was, it was going to be a repeat of the purse tantrum situation. (laughs) And so I send Wendy a picture of this wrapped box. And I was like, do you think this is the size of a nugget ice maker? (laughs) But plot twist, it was addressed to my husband and I, and my husband very much did not want this thing. But I think my mom assumed like it's a household item. Surely it's for both of them. Right. And also that meant that he kind of got screwed out of a gift because this big gift was for both of us. Uh I was like, sorry, honey. (laughs) Because he's not excited about this at all. So Wendy's like, report back. So I open it. It's the ice maker. Christmas is saved. I do not need to throw a tantrum or ruin anybody's day. And Wendy's <laughs> sends me a picture. She can't see the label on this gift, but she's like, do you think, could this be the right size? It was a big box and it was away from the Christmas tree. And I was like, so was mine. It was like under a table, like behind the couch. Yeah. Yeah. And then when like my uh, stepmom's like doling out the gifts or whatever, she's like, oh, I have something back here for you, but it's too heavy. And I was like, okay. And I was like, secretly hoping, please, please, please be it. And it was. It was. We are a dual nugget ice maker households. I will say I finally set mine up yesterday. Yeah. It, it's, it takes a little, look, I texted Megan and I was like, this thing is a bitch to set up because like you got to clean it. You got to like run a bleach cycle through it. You got to empty the hoses in the back and all this stuff, right? It's like a 10 minute process. It was, but I was like, I wanted to just plug it in and have it start sure. dropping ice. Um, it, of course it doesn't do that. But I was very excited this morning when I was scooping my uh, bottle with ice water. I was like, yeah, nugget ice. It's going to be great in the summer. I can't wait for it in the summer. For sure. Icy sodas. Yeah. Sparkling water. Ice coffee. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Ice coffee. Mine is currently in the kitchen right now, but I'm going to move it out to the garage because it is far too loud. Mm -hmm. It's just loud when it's making the ice. It doesn't make a peep otherwise. Right. But it's just, it's big for like a, a kitchen counter appliance. Yeah. Unless you've got a butler's pantry. Yes. It's oh my God. not really ideal. It makes you want a butler's pantry, right? Yes. I was thinking about all the houses we've looked at last yeah. year. I was yeah. like, mm, we could have put it there, but you know. I know. I never really saw the appeal of that. I'm like, oh, well, this extra wasted kitchen space. But now I'm like, yeah, put the coffee maker in there. Mm-hmm. Put the ice maker in there. I have seen people who have like downstairs laundry rooms. They put their ice maker in there. I don't have the I have the a downstairs laundry space. room, but no counter space in there. I have the counter space, but my laundry room's upstairs. That's not going to work for me. So yeah, I'd rather go out in the garage and grab totally. the ice. I mean, the garage, my garage door is right next to my kitchen. <laughs> and my husband's like, you have to go to the garage to get ice. I'm like, well, that's where our drink refrigerator is anyway. I gotta yeah, go that's out fine, there. right? It's three extra steps. I can, I can handle it. It's totally fine. It is worth the sacrifice for the nugget ice. It makes me happy. It makes me happy too. Yay. Okay. So I can't come to Megan's house this morning and Christmas is completely put away. Yeah. It's like 
barren in here. Mm-hmm. And um, it reminded me of a conversation that we had. Like, you can't stand, like, any Christmas stuff as soon as Christmas ends. Like, like Christmas scents and stuff like that. So it's funny that you say that because, yes, I have said that. And usually, like, once Christmas is over, I find usually find Christmas a little depressing. Mm-hmm. That was oddly not the case this year. Oh, I wonder why. I was like still enjoying, because it used to be if we would turn the Christmas tree on after Christmas, I'm like, oh, what a bummer. Like, <laughs> I was just enjoying that tree. I was enjoying, we still watched a couple Hallmark movies. I was enjoying the scents. So in the past, I would have said like, no pine scented candles yeah. after December 25th, but... Apparently, I'm a new person. It did not bother me. I was sad. It's bittersweet taking the holiday decorations down because it's over. But on the other hand, it's like, oh, the house is like clean. Mm -hmm. You do like a big vacuum of all the dust that collects underneath everything. Mm -hmm. So the answer to your question is typically I'm over it. But this year, we're still going to be burning those unburned pine candles. Really? I... I ditched mine yesterday. You did? Yeah. You put them away or you tossed them? Tossed them. Well, you're in a big like renovation mode. So you got to, I hear you. I got to get rid Were of Were they used? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We yeah. have some like unused, like not even like started. Yeah. Like, I saved those. I have like a couple, you know, the Target has like the little oh, versions yeah. and I must've bought them like early in the season and. I stumbled across them the other day. I was like, oh, I wonder why I never use these. Cause they were tucked away somewhere. Uh, I saved those ones, but everything that had been like partly burned, Mm -hmm. got tossed. Well, I realized that I have um, ruined your segue because the whole reason you were asking is you want to know, like, what are some not holiday scents. Yeah. So I brought brought some aids with me to the table. Okay, good. Okay, good. Because, like, honestly, I was, like, looking the other day and I was like, I don't want, like, a summer scent yet. Mm -hmm, Like, mm -hmm. I'm, what, what is, like, a early year scent? Well, I would say this. My year-round scent, like if I could only have one scent in my house forever and ever, it would be Volu Spa Laguna, Uh which is not summery. It just is nice. Mm -hmm. It just smells like a model home. It's Mm -hmm. like, oh, Mm -hmm. it's fancy house. That's what this smell is like. What about, you used to really love that one from Anthropology too. I just feel like it's played out. (laughs) I have it. I like that. The candle is played out. It's everywhere. The the volcano Capri blue yeah, that's it. candle. I like that scent. And I have some of those and I will still burn them. And I do think that's a nice scent. Um, but it used to be one of those like aspirational scents. Okay. <laughs> I feel like it's been knocked off so many times. I enjoy that. But the Laguna is a step above that for me. Mm, okay. What do you got here today? Um, so... I have two Bath and Body Works scents to recommend. However, the first is Birch Leaf and Sage, which I bought as a, first of all, the jar is beautiful. The jar is so pretty. Um, I bought during the holidays, but it's nice. It doesn't smell like a holiday. It's like wintry. It doesn't smell Mm -hmm. like Christmas specifically, but I just went to look and it's not on their website at all. And it's not even one of their clearance holiday scents. Like all of their vanilla bean noel and that nonsense mm-hmm. they're all on sale but it's not even there so i don't know if it was either unpopular or very popular and they sold out i don't know but the jar alone is popular i mean the looks of it is it looks yes. like milk glass yes it's i beautiful bought it partially because it's pretty but i do like the way it smells um another winter favorite of mine which I don't know, is this going to go on clearance? I'm super basic. It's the Marshmallow Fireside. 
So you like to burn that after Christmas? Because I feel like that's like a lead up to the holidays. This feels like wintry to me. Mm, no. You can still get it. And the three-bit candles are 50% off as of today. So if that's a scent that you like, I recommend it. Those would be my recommendations. See, I feel like I need like a citrus. Like an a new orange. Year. Yeah. A orange clove. Oh. Something like that. A lemon ginger. I don't know. Oh, listen to you. Those, hold on a second. Because I bought a great candle from Target. It was Grove, I think. Oh, mm -hmm. you know how they have a very small like selection of Grove products there. Yeah, it's like cleaning stuff, and I think that's like where it was at in the cleaning. Yeah, this is the one I got. The Grove Company Sparks of Joy candle in the balsam fir, and it was marvelous. Marvelous <laughs> is my name. It was real nice ever spring which is a target in-house brand they have a mandarin and ginger candle mm -hmm. and then threshold has a tangerine ginger candle all right my favorite threshold candle is the water mint and eucalyptus candle mm. that is a very that would be a good winter scent i always keep those on hand uh, i find them more minty than eucalyptus and you know i like that oh i like eucalyptus all right send us your winter candle recommendations and we're going to take a quick break and come right back to talk new year new you hey friends if you are looking for more megan and wendy outside of the podcast we've got the perfect solution for you you can join our patreon community at patreon.com slash megan and wendy and there you are going to get bonus content from us all month long we have a tier where we're serving up bonus Hallmark content, and you can also get bonus podcast episodes and bonus videos from us starting at just $3 a month. If you're looking for a gift to give to yourself for additional listening all year long, you can join us. Again, that's patreon.com slash Megan and Wendy. I'm a big fan of the new year. Mm -hmm. I like new beginnings. Mm -hmm. Like I like new weeks, new months, like and the new year just feels like a yep. brand new beginning for yep. me. I know a lot of people think that's all like BS and whatever. I, I like it. I yeah. like a fresh start. Yeah, like love too. it, love it, love it, love it. And I'm really into like seeing it as an opportunity to better myself in yeah. some way. And a lot of people don't buy into that stuff. And I would consider myself not naive, but like easy prey when it comes to, you know, like all the stuff we see in our feeds about like diet or exercise or yeah, yeah, yeah. buy this book or whatever. Like I'm, I'm, I'm easy. Uh, but I saw a recommendation for a book called the high five habit by Mel Robbins. Mm hmm. And I was like, that's interesting. Like Mel Robbins is a uh, motivational speaker. Mm -hmm. She's not cut from the same cloth as um, what that chick's name, Rachel, Rachel Hollis. Hollis. No. <laughs> and uh, side note, I did fall prey to the Rachel Hollis there for a minute. But yeah, we went to the movie in I, the theater. I know. Megan's like, really? Are we doing this? <laughs> you know, I have now seen the way. Anyway, so I got this book. 
I was really interested in it, in it and uh, I got it on Audible, listened to it like in two days. Like me listening yeah, to a book yeah, in two yeah. days? No, it, it spoke to me on some level. And I had shared it on like my Instagram. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, new year, new me BS. Like I'm on it. Like here it is. And I got a message back from somebody who was like, you don't need a new you. And I was like, hmm. And I wanted to think about that for a second. I and I and I think I know where she's coming from because she's really into like love who you are right now, right? A lot of the book is about that. Yeah. Like accepting who you are right now. But a lot of the book is about like giving you the tools if you want to do something better with your life or your day mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. be a better parent or a better like whatever it's available here for you. Right. And so I thought, I thought about the message that I got and I was like, yes, there is a part of me that really needs self-acceptance, but there's also this part of me that wants to grow and be a, not a different person, but a better version of myself. And my, I didn't respond back to her. I just was like, I just let it be. Mm -hmm. But like, I wanted to say like, Hey, stop giving me shit. If I want to do something more with my life or be a better version of myself or educate myself or run a marathon or have a podcast that's like a mega hit, like, let me strive for that. Yeah. So what are your thoughts on that? I think I agree with everything you're saying that I think self-acceptance and self-love can exist in the same space as striving for self-improvement and being a better version of yourself and setting goals and having things to work for. I think the hard part is separating the motivation for that. Mm -hmm. Like does the motivation for wanting to be a better person come from within or does it come from some external source saying you need to be better at this. Right. You're not a good enough parent. Your business isn't as big as it should be. A lot of new year. There's a lot of like diet and exercise bullshit that gets thrown at you. And so I don't know how to do that. Like if I look at my goals for myself, for the year, for my life, for our business, Can I say, like, this is truly within me that I want this, or this is something else telling me I should want this? Right. I don't, I don't know how to do that, but I don't think there's anything wrong with setting a goal, wanting to grow. I mean, how, how do we grow as people? How do we get better at things? Right. Not Mm -hmm. because like, oh, I don't feel like I'm enough, but I feel like, hey, I really want this thing for myself. Right. I don't know. No, I agree. I, that's why I really like this book because she talks a lot about like, you gotta like, you gotta stop with like the negative self-talk mm-hmm, to yourself. Mm-hmm. And I will say like, I do that a lot to myself, but that is also something I've worked in therapy mm-hmm. on for years and years and years. And I have finally gotten to a point of like, knowing when it happens and I can stop myself in that moment and be like, pull it together, like mm-hmm. whatever. But I'm really into growth and being a better, because I want to. 
yeah, it feels good. Like I love reaching a goal. That feels really good. I love it on a small level. That's why I love to do lists. Like mm-hmm. it makes me feel, I like that feeling of accomplishment. I did this. Right. That feels good to me. Um, same way. I don't necessarily feel like I'm setting goals because society tells me I'm not good enough. Right. Right. Well, it's funny because I asked in our shorties Facebook group, like, you know, what's everybody, I wanted to take the temperature on how people felt about new year, new me. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'll, I, th- I feel like the majority of it was, oh, it's all BS. We're just being told we're not good enough. But I think that phrasing might be at the problem because when you look exactly. at the goals you're setting, it's like, I'm not trying to be a different person. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything flawed in who I am. And I don't know specifically what your goals are, but if I look at the podcast, we have goals for the podcast. Is there anything wrong with that? Is that changing who we are as a person? Or do we want this business that we run to be the best version of itself? Yeah, like it, it's okay to want to reach a level of achievement. Yes. I mean, we we go to college for that, right? Right. I think a lot of the new year, new me does get tied up in the diet and exercise. So it's hard to hear that and not think like you need to be a physically better version mm-hmm. of yourself mm-hmm. or, Oh, I'm a messy person. I'm a naturally messy person. I work against that constantly, but I am messy. Like my closet's clean. My car is a mess. I don't think that makes me a bad person. No, but like, would I like to change that about myself? Yes. Is that ever going to change? No. Like I need to put systems in place that help with that. Mm hmm. And nobody who knows me now would believe it, but I am better than I used to be. (laughs) There are a lot of things that have gotten better. I can understand the pushback if somebody's feeling like I need to make these changes because I'm not good enough, but I don't see the harm in setting goals and having something to work for. Now, let me talk about goals for a second. Yeah. So I'm listening to this book and, and, um, a lot of like the stuff I see like in my Instagram too is about like manifesting, you know, mm-hmm. all this stuff. And I was like, like, I got to dial it way back. I don't even have a goal. Like, right. and I'm usually like really excited about making resolutions, but this year I was like, no, I'm going to make some goals for myself Yeah. instead of saying, no, you can't do that. Like, Hey, let's work towards this instead. Yeah, because I think with the resolution mindset, you're like, oh, I failed. Mm -hmm. As opposed to a goal, it can always be something you're working towards. I'm working towards, yeah. Yeah. Um, But then I started to think about it. I was like, I I don't even have any goals. Like, and that's a problem. Well, okay, first of all, it's January 3rd. So I think we feel like we need to go into the new year ready to hit the ground running. It is the first Monday of January. If you have not set goals and resolutions and you want to, you're not failing. There's no deadline. It's arbitrary. The idea that you have to start the new year ready to be a new person is ridiculous. It can start on January 10th. It can start on February 3rd. It can start whenever it works, whenever, oh, you don't. If you don't have a goal right now, that's fine. Like, wait until something naturally presents itself. Okay, but I'm talking about, like, literally no goals. Like, I can't come up with one. Well, when we were preparing for this podcast, Wendy had kind of drafted some notes, and I was looking at them, and I was saying, like, do I have goals? So I, because this is how I work, Googled. New Year's resolutions. <laughs> and there's a bunch of lists. And I found this list that I will um, give to Wendy to put in our show notes. And it was a list of like 50 from 
I think it was from Good Housekeeping. And a lot of it was a way to link back to other content. It was like, you know, you want to read more books? Here's our list of blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But it was interesting because, yes, it was the typical, like, get organized, drink more water, Uh exercise. But there were also things on there that I took uh, as motivation. And so maybe like looking at that list, I'm like, oh yeah, I do want to do that. Oh yeah. That is a goal of mine. Sometimes you have them. They're just not top of mind. Yeah. It feels like a dark hole, like a black hole. Like I can't, like, what are those goals? Let me, it's a, <laughs> like a very dense forest I'm looking at. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> I just yes. don't know. And then I find myself like, I just go through the same routine every single day. And then it it's June and I'm like, oh, I haven't achieved anything this year. Like I've yeah. been content all year long. I want to find a goal and set that goal and like really relish in that feeling of achieving that goal. Like yes. how good is that going to feel? Like, am I talking too much woo woo for you? No, here? <laughs> I, and I, well, I think if you were to look back on your actual year last year, there were achievements. Yes. You just did not state them ahead of time as something you wanted to do. Right. So it's not like, here was my goal and I reached it, but, oh, this is what I actually did. But I think you do have goals. Uh, I'm going to really think on it. Why? Well, I mean, I have a couple. I have a couple here. We don't, then they don't need to be huge. I know. Like, these are our lives right now. You know, we're in the phase of life where... Our kids are getting older and we're kind of reclaiming our lives a little bit, but our kids still very much are the center of our lives. Like Mm -hmm. their schedules rule our life and that's fine. Like that is what it means to be a parent. But the reality is like my time is not a hundred percent my own. No. So setting a billion goals is not realistic. True. I have a couple goals, but like one big one for the year. You do have one big one for the year? I mean, it's not that big, though. Let's talk about that. So my biggest goal for the year, and it is not that big. It's not mind-blowing. But when we did our Super Size Megan and Wendy approved episode, I said that I don't have a hobby. Mm -hmm. And I don't have a hobby. Mm -hmm. I didn't do anything last year for myself. I read. But even thinking about that, reading was more for my mental health than anything else, which is not to say that it can't also be a hobby. I just don't feel like it is one. So my goal for the year is to find a hobby. We are signing up for pickleball lessons. You know it. My husband bought it. I'm going to say he bought us pickleball. (laughs) (laughs) Us like you and I. (laughs) Yeah. I have a racket. We have balls. We're doing it. We're signing up. Yeah, I want to do that. But committing to that time, because the reality is how many... I, our lives are full. They're busy. So how many more big changes yeah, can I make? What am I going to put on top of my busy schedule already yeah. that I'm going to fail at? So that is realistic. Yeah. So that's my biggest goal for the year, but it's also, I think, realistic. And I think the impacts it will have are bigger than saying, like, I want to find a hobby. Yeah. In theory, if I find something I like that will positively impact my life. So are you going to like try on some hobbies? Like, well, we've kind of zeroed in. Like I let's start with pickleball. Let's see how that goes. All right. 
And if that's a fail, then yeah, maybe I got to find something else. Well, I know you love painting. I don't know why you're not making that. I do, but I don't enjoy it by myself as much as I did. We used to go to a local art studio. It closed. Um, It closed prematurely due to COVID, but was always going to close that year anyway. Um, and she does offer online classes. I just don't enjoy them as much online. I liked the experience of going and I, I don't find myself as interested in like getting all the setup done myself. I liked showing up and everything was ready for me. And I left with a painting. Yeah. Instead of like set up your easel, get out your paints, clean up your mess, clean up all the mess. That's that's less exciting to me. Being interrupted while you're doing it. Yes. Because the only place to do it is at the kitchen counter. And yes, I hear you. I hear you. So if there's another place that I could go and do something like that, that would be fine too. I might have an idea for us. Because you're a crafty ass bitch. Like I know you, (laughs) why are you doing crafts? Because I don't actually enjoy the process. Like, like I said, I liked going to the art studio. I would go to one of those woodworking shops. Is that what you're going to tell me? That's I would totally do that, but I don't want to do it myself. Yeah. Yeah. I want, I would go to that Duff's cake mix oh and my God, decorate I do that. a cake. Dude, I want to do that. Okay, look let's it. do it. I'm taking my notepad out right now and writing, writing this stuff down because we're going to do it. See, and I would do that. I've jumped into your hobby. No, but I want, I don't want to do it alone. Okay. I would love to do that, but I don't want to buy a cake decorating set and do that at home. No, I want to go and have them hand me the supplies and I leave with a finished product. Yeah. I want my hand held. It's why I am not going to get one. Don't come at me. But I think that a Peloton would be a better investment. We had a bike in the house and I was talking about wanting a Peloton. My daughter's like, mommy, you didn't even use the bike we had. And our friends were like, yes, but the Peloton tells you what to do. I need to be told what to do. Mm, Interesting. Like, I don't want to get on and watch Housewives for an hour. I mean, I do. (laughs) But if someone's telling me what to do, and again... I also know myself. This is why we don't own a Peloton because I think it would be a $2,000 mistake mm-hmm. at this point in my life. But don't you see, like, we have a we have a mutual f- friend, Wendy. Yeah. She's always posting, like, her Peloton ride. Yeah, it was her husband who was like, that. That's it's nice to be told what to do. And doesn't it make you want to be part of that? It makes me – she seems to, like, love the community yeah. yes. part of it. Yes. And I was like, yes, that's what I'm drawn to. Do yes. I want to sit on that hard-ass chair and then up and down and, and sweat. Kill. No, I don't want to do any of that. No, but I want to be like part of the, I want to post my Peloton ride. Yeah. I want to do my I virtual high five. Give me a high five. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. So hobbies, we're making it happen this year. I'm dragging you kicking and screaming. No, you don't We're have, hobby buddies. I, I, I'm all for hobbies. Like I have a friend, Kelly, who's a super scrapbooker. And yes. every time she talks about it, I'm like, yes, I'm going to do that too. I buy all the shit. I never do it. I don't have one photo album in my house. You know, my poor kid. But <laughs> I'm, I'm always so envious of people who have something that they enjoy so much. Yeah. And make time for. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to co-opt that because that looks like fun. But actually, I don't know that it would be fun for me. Mm. What I want is the feeling they have. Yes. I don't want to actually scrapbook. Gotcha. So a couple other goals. One, this, and this just happened to me right now. This was on the list of resolutions and it is to commit to brain exercises. Oh, interesting. And... 
obviously there are a million apps that can do that. I'm not going to go that route because I need something that will get me off my phone. Okay. So one of my to-dos for this week is actually to go to a bookstore. I have a bookstore gift card and I'm going to buy like a paper book of brain games. Mm. And the reason I'm doing this is one, because I'm 42 and you should exercise your brain regularly. Mm-hmm. But two, and I don't like crosswords. Don't like. Oh, them. I love crosswords. I'm not good at them. That's why I don't like them. Oh, I, do the ones in People Magazine. They're easy enough. Oh, I can do that. Yeah. Like, I don't want anything hard. I, like yeah. Brad Blink, formerly married to Angelina Jolie. Like I can do that. I love the idea of being a New York Times crossword person. I'm not good at it. My brain doesn't function like that. But I have been struggling in the last couple of years with finding that I can't find my words, and that worries me. Like mm-hmm. I get halfway through a sentence and I can't finish it. Yeah. Welcome to my life. And sometimes I stutter because I can't find the word that I'm looking for. I have the same problem. And I get very worried about myself. Mm -hmm. And so all I can really do is A, worry and B, exercise my brain. Yeah. So that feels like I can keep that on my bedside and hopefully it won't just gather dust and hopefully I will actually do it. I'm totally bogarting all your hot do it. goals. Do it. Because uh, I hear you about the brain game. Look, I just recently was remembering, like, I went to college as a 30-year-old, and I could remember everything. Oh, yeah. If I had to study for a test, no problem. I remember when I was just finishing college, I went to a baby shower. And you know when they bring out that, like, game where, like, you have to remember all the little things on the tray? 100% know what you're talking about. I killed it. I think I got, like, every single one of them. And I think it's because my brain was, like working at full capacity at that time and now I can't remember when I pick up my phone I'll go what was I gonna look at yeah it's awful you open an app and you're like wait a minute why did I open the target app what was I looking up right I went upstairs a few minutes ago before we started recording and I got to the top and I was like what why did I come up here yeah and I know this is not unique but I I do think that my phone usage contributes to this. Uh-huh. And I think the constant interruptions of living a digital life contributes to that. And so much digital input contributes to that. Yeah. And I don't, I'm not putting like, mm, spend less time on your phone because that's not a realistic resolution for me. Uh-huh. But committing to trying to combat that in other ways, I'm doing it. I will share the book I buy on Instagram. I'm very excited. I'm very Should excited I buy two? Uh, I have a gift card. I think I'm, I'll go buy my own. I don't want my brain atrophying at right. 47. Like, I'm, I don't, have you ever seen that movie called, I think it's called Still Alice. I read the book. Oh my it's God. Horrifying. It's awful. I mean, lovely story. The book is beautifully written, but yeah, it's terrifying. I don't want like early onset dementia. Like, no, I don't want to do that to myself. I don't want to do that Too to my much. family. Yeah. Like, oh my goodness. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm getting me some brain games. This one just came up as we were discussing. And one of my goals for the year, and this is harder to track, but is to not let micro anxieties fester. And this is something we talked several podcast episodes ago. It is not our term. It was something I heard the car mom on Instagram using. She had picked it up from another podcast. But a micro anxiety is just one of those little things that bugs you. And for example, in my house, one of the knobs on one of our kitchen drawers fell off. And it's like stripped. We can't screw it back on. So I uh-huh. need to go buy a new knob. And we have some burnt out light bulbs in our bedroom that have been burnt out for a very long time. Two of the four lights in the room don't work. And I finally dragged the ladder upstairs and took it out so I know what light to go buy at Home Depot today. And I'm going to be replacing the knob. And it's those things that you learn to live with. Like this knob fell off our kitchen drawer three days ago and I already know that I have to open the drawer below it to open it. And it's already a habit, but it is very annoying. I have been trying to deal with those things in a more timely manner. Mm -hmm. If it's fixable, fix it. Yeah. 
fix it. Yeah. Especially if it's inexpensive and easy. I know. But then I'm not trying to give you an excuse. I get hung up on like, but now I got to go to Home Depot. Right. Now I gotta totally. Get the Me too. Me too. But it's not that hard. Like the ladder took two minutes to carry upstairs and get, and Home Depot is yeah. close by. And all of those things are like, yes, I get hung up on that too. But the satisfaction of taking care of it. Yeah. When it's done, it's done. And yes. it feels good. It does yeah. feel good. Yeah. Yeah. What else you got? Um, I have a funny goal and that is continuing to be a better flosser oh because you love the dentist megan went to the dentist on christmas the day after christmas was that two it? days after the 27th. oh my god you know Monday she had christmas. said at one time here on the podcast that she'd rather go to the gynecologist still than would the dentist still would couldn't so, believe it last summer patreon subscribers will know that i had a horrifying dental visit because i took a very long hiatus from the dentist and they tell me it was four years that i don't believe it but that's what they said so it had been four years Go back to the dentist, guys. There's there's nothing good that comes from staying away from the dentist. <laughs> it cost me. Staying away, both literally and figuratively, cost me. And so since that, I have been a much better steward of my teeth. I have never been a regular flosser. I am now a regular flosser. Yay! And I want to continue to be a better flosser. And when I went this past week, they were like, oh, we only see improvement. Oh, did that make you feel good? You achieved something. I love flossing. I, it's all right. It's not, it's not my favorite, but I, there's this brand called Coco Floss. Yeah, I know. That all the, did you have it? Have you bought it? Yeah, I don't, I don't love it, but yeah. Does it make your teeth feel super squeaky clean? Uh, no, I just, I don't like the flavor. No, it was something about the actual like thread of it that I didn't like I don't remember I still have it at home I'll look at it again today just to, to see why I didn't like it comes in lots of flavors the influencers all tell me it's very oh, like grippy and it's kind of like look we're both easily influenced by oh, things <laughs> hello I told you I was at the top of the show um I have a floss that I have used I had to order it from somewhere special and I really liked it Dr. Tongue's smart floss and where can I buy this? Amazon. Okay. It looks like it's on Amazon. Um, what it does, hold on. I want to make sure that I'm explaining it correctly. The thread expands. So it's supposed to be gentler, uh-huh. gentler on your gums. So like when you're when you're done with it, you would see like it's like puffs out a little oh, bit yeah i don't know it's it feels like a fancy flossing yes. experience last step for you is books yeah so i set a reading goal every year only because i know i'm gonna read a lot um last year my goal was 52 my final goodreads count was 60 i like the sense of accomplishment and i like the record keeping because i have the memory of a goldfish when it comes to the books that i have read and do not have an otherwise good way of tracking my books. That said, if you look at my books from last year, it's a lot of very similar style of books because I use books for escapism and less for mental development and stimulation. Yeah. It's like self-care. It's mental health. It's like I can fall asleep with this book. I find it soothing and I find it distracting. And I would like I'm still going to read a lot of that because I enjoy it and it should be fun, but I would like to find some sort of not huge, but some sort of book list that's going to challenge me a little bit. Mm. 
I've seen a whole bunch of people sharing like their year end, like these were my top whatever, you know? Yes, I am working on my <laughs> top. I have a post drafted, so the, I will share that on Instagram as soon as it is live. So I put together a few little goals. Yeah, I want to hear them. One I started on January 1st. And it's based off that Mel Robbins book. And you give yourself a high five in the mirror. I know it sounds so kooky, but there's like a power pose situation, like the same concept. There's like, okay. So in summary, when you get a high five, it makes you feel good. Yeah. Right. So give the high five to yourself yeah. and like get that energy for yourself. And is that working? Does that feel good in the morning? Um, I'm, this is not, I'm not judging you. I'm. Genuinely curious. Look at look at you. <laughs> Wait, you take a picture? I take a picture. <gasps> I put it in my notes. I put the date on it. It it is to remind me that I am doing something for myself. Yes. I'm like straight out of bed, so this is why I'm not posting these on Instagram because I look crazy. Look at this crazy hair. No, I love this. I, I'm gonna steal this out of your notes app and put them on Instagram. It's just really you're supposed to just take the moment. Say some nice things to yourself, give yourself a high five and move on. Yeah. You know, and like you're creating a new habit for yourself. Yes. You know, it's more, uh, better self-talk for yourself instead of like looking in the mirror and being like, oh my God, look at that turkey neck. Oh my God. Look at these wrinkles. Look at my gray hair. Look at my fat ass, whatever. You're, you're changing the habit of what you see in the mirror. And, and, um, she also talks about like really taking that moment to like ground yourself and stop see stop looking at what you see, but like look inside and like, yeah. You know. So anyway, I'm into it. On my list of good housekeeping New Year's resolutions, <laughs> one of the things on there, it was um, around this concept of like taking five minutes for yourself. And what I thought was interesting, it was like go outside, go for a walk without a podcast in New Year's. It specifically said because very little time do I spend alone without some sort of external input. I'm listening yeah. to a podcast. I'm scrolling on my phone. If I'm sitting waiting to do something, do I go sit outside and just sit? Almost never. Yeah. But even five minutes of just experiencing the world around uh-huh. you. That's attainable. I've got five minutes to turn it off. I think I need to. Well, that's funny that you mentioned that because so Mel Robbins writes in that book too, she she issues a challenge where you have to look for a um, heart shape, anything that occurs in nature. And so what that does is it takes your like, instead of just going blindly, like through your day, you're like actively like Looking looking for something. Um, I haven't quite taken that on yet. Daily? The idea is to find it daily. Daily. And she says... I see one on my wall right there. Really? See that white spot on the wall? Oh my (laughs) God, that's crazy. (laughs) That is fucking crazy. I'm going to go take a picture of that. And we are going to put that on Instagram because that's bananas. My dirty outside wall, yeah. Oh my God. Did you just see that or you knew that was there always? No, I didn't know that was there. You just saw it right now. Yes, you were talking and I was looking outside. I was like, is that leaf heart shape? No. Oh my God. No, I've never noticed that before. Oh my God, that's crazy. My next one is I'm going to uh, take my vitamins daily. Yeah. Like I know a lot of people are so good about taking vitamins. I'm not. I'm terrible. Do you do like those care of vitamins or do you just have like no, a jar I, of multivitamin? I have a jar of multivitamins. I have looked into those care because I think, oh, yes, if I'm going to put all this money out for these vitamins, I'll take them. You guys, you know, that's not the truth. Sure. Um, so I just, 
a multivitamin. I'm going to take one every day. What happened to your golly <sighs> Snickers gummies? I think I've had like three of them. They're delicious, but I haven't. Actually, you just reminded me that I had those. I saw that brand at Home Goods the other day, but they only had the apple cider ones. They didn't have the Snickers. I don't know what. Snickers. <laughs> didn't you say they look Yeah, they're like Snickers? Snickers. Yeah. 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 Um, you got to put I, them, like, put them with your, I was just thinking, like, if I put them with my coffee maker, uh-huh. maybe I would, as I'm sitting there waiting for the coffee to brew. You take them? Maybe. See, I always think, like, I have to take a daily medication, and I take it at night before oh, I go yeah. to bed. And I never want to take anything on top of that. I have to take two pills at night before I go to bed, and I never want to take anything additional to that. In my mind, I go, yes, I'll take all my vitamins then and go to bed. But, like, honestly, it hurts my stomach when I take all that crap yeah. together. So, um Maybe I will put them kind of in a space where what I'm grabbing for in the morning, then I see that they're there. Yeah, like in your with your makeup or your moisturizer yeah. or your deodorant or... That's a good idea. I, I keep them in the kitchen currently, and I just don't think I... I am going to put something over by that coffee maker. So I think I'm going to put by the deodorant because I, I know I will put deodorant on every single day. Yeah. I just And that's in my closet, so I can just boop, yeah. boop, put that. Okay. Okay, look at we got a plan. I'm gonna achieve it. Um, the last thing on my list is to work on my skincare routine. Yeah. You know, I say this all the time that I'm terrible about taking care of my skin. Well, I don't ever wash my face at night. It's mm-hmm. just a terrible bad habit, and it's gone on for way too long. Last night I went upstairs. Maybe I did like the longer routine than normal, but I got a like a really cool little facial steamer for Christmas. Yeah. And I was like, when I go get a professional facial, that's my favorite part of it is the facial steam. Uh-huh. So I was like, yeah, I'm gonna like indulge in this moment yeah. for a little bit. But I'm doing all the like, you know, retinol and vitamin C in the morning and all that stuff. You're doing retinol at night. I'm doing retinol at night, yeah. vitamin C in the morning. It's not vitamin C. Vitamin C, vitamin C serum. Yeah. Yes, I do that in the morning. I don't know where to put that hyaluronic acid ad in there, though. Before either of those. What I used to do and had, I guess, forgotten that I like to do is to listen to like a podcast while I'm doing my nighttime routine. And I find I spend so much more time. I brush my teeth for longer and I will use more things and I'll do all like the hand lotion because I've. Like, I'm not trying to get to the next thing. It makes it more of an event. I go and get an AirPod and shove it in and enjoy that moment a little longer. Yeah. So that's, I'm going to let you know, but I'm telling you, like, my skin feels so good right now. Isn't it nice to wake up and you're like, yes. oh, my skin feels so nice. I know. I'm like, I just need more of that. I know. I put on all the moisture. I was like, oh, a moisturizer and then an oil and then this balm. I just was like... <laughs> All greased up before bed last night. That's what I did in New York because, whoa, whoa, my face was like so red from the cold and hurt. And luckily I had brought like a really heavy night cream with me and let's put it on. It's great. New year, new us, friends. If you have any thoughts on these goals, if you're setting goals, I want to hear what your goals are. Send us an email, meganandwendy at gmail.com. And we're going to be right back with our first Megan and Wendy approved items of 2022. I got to say, I'm really impressed that I said the year right that time because I had to change course midway through. <laughs> How would you pronounce that brand name? Bower? Bo-ray? Let's say Bo-ray. I don't know. I, I have to say that um, I saw a friend of the pod, Karen, and she was like, I think it's so funny that Wendy doesn't think she can say anything right. <laughs> 
Oh my God. It's such a hangup of mine. Hi, Karen. <laughs> this is such a hangup of mine. And even while you were talking about like brain games earlier, I was like, yes, I don't say things right. Well, it's a hangup of mine because I don't read a lot. And I was thinking it's because I don't read a lot. That's why I don't know how to pronounce words. It's but Awful. that doesn't make any sense because they're not pronouncing words for you when you read. I, 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 I know, but they say like you have a better vocabulary if you read more. Okay. And to be clear, Karen wasn't like, she's an idiot. She was <laughs> reacting to the fact that you don't think you can say anything, that you always comment on it, not that you can't actually say words. I, it's a huge hangup of mine. So you'll always hear me go like, how do you say this? Yeah. And this one, truly, I don't know how to say. It's B-E. Oh Let's say Bore. Bore. That's super fancy. B-E-A-U-R-E-R. Beerer. Whatever. It's a nail file, guys. It's an electric nail file. I was getting my nails done. I guess I'm just going to tell stories now on approved sections. Um, I was getting my nails done with like a dip and then gel and an acrylic. And I took them off on New Year's Eve because it was a rip-roar New Year's Eve at our house. (laughs) And um, luckily I had about this nail file Cause it just helped zip, zip, zip some of the stuff off. And it was amazing. Yeah. If you do at home, like dip nails, I've, which I do sometimes I've always wanted like a fancy nail files. I'm not like buffing and buffing and buffing and buffing. Um, you can ruin your nails. So be very careful. Don't too much. Like don't Mm. make them too thin. Yes. Well, that's, it has all these different attachment tools Yeah, and read the instructions. Cause it will say like this will take a nail off. Yeah. So, you know, don't go at it hard with this big sanding disc. Um, but it also gets like calluses off your feet. Oh, wow. game changer. Right. Oh, and I, this is probably TMI, but my toes are always a wreck unless I get them regularly done. Same, same. And I just like right now it's like, just feels like, it costs seventy five dollars to get a pedicure some days. Gosh, I'm like, I know. Stop it. But like, my the skin on my toes grows like so fast that I can't get the nail won't grow, and then I end up with like an ingrown nail situation. Yeah, yeah. The edges of my toes get like hard, like oh, the corners. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Around my toe. Me too. Yeah. Same too. This got nail attachments that help sand all that down and make it all nice soft and smooth yeah i'm loving it it is usb charge there you know so it's cordless it's amazing and it was like less than 40 bucks cool yeah i'm super excited so my approved item this week is called the pillow pad and they sell it at bed bath and beyond it's like an as seen on tv item you can get them on amazon too i actually the first time I bought one, I bought it at Ralph's. Oh. My Ralph's has an As Seen on TV section. And I originally bought one for my mom when she was going through chemo. And mm-hmm. it's a tablet stand is what it is um, for your lap. You can, like, if you're sitting on the couch or laying in bed. And it's shaped like a triangle and it has a little ledge underneath. And um, each side has a different angle. So depending on how you're sitting, how we want it angled and I watch my iPad in bed me too most nights and so it's great my kids got it for me now there's lots of um tablet stand tablet pillows out there this is just the one they happen to get and I like it because it has the three different angles and it has a little pocket on the side so like you could tuck like your headphones in there I really like it and it totally serves a purpose for me because I used to be like propping my iPad up on like 
holding it up or propping it up on my knees or trying to bunch mm-hmm. up the pillows so it leans. And mm-hmm. now I got a pillow just for that. And I use it every night. And I like the little side pocket for my AirPod case because I will like bring that into bed with me. And then like I lose it in the covers. Yes, 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 yes. So um, I see they have a pillow pad fold away also. So it um, like the, the lifts up. And then it'll fold down flat, so it takes oh, up less space. That's nice. Mine just sits next to my bed, um, so it's it's fine. But it's twenty dollars. It's nineteen ninety nine. It's an as seen on TV item that is actually great. I think I'm going to get that for myself, to be honest. Do it. They had an UGG one at Bed Bath and Beyond, but I was like, it's With fuzzy like faux shearling. On yeah, it. it was fuzzy, and I think it's cuter. Target actually has one also that's like fuzzy mm-hmm. which are cuter than these this one's not cute it's functional but i like the different angles i like the functionality oh my dog would think that was a dog right? toy and then it would be destroyed if you have stuck in for the long haul thank you for being listeners thank you for joining us in the new year we've got big goals for the podcast as always if you haven't we would love your five-star rating and review you can Find an easy link for doing that at meganandwendy.com slash Apple Podcast. You can also leave Spotify reviews now. So if you're a Spotify listener, you can leave a review there. We would love your reviews in all of the places. Thank you. We'll be back on Thursday with our first Hallmark episode of the year. And we would love to have you join us there and on Patreon. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.